Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to The Tiny Room. I am your co-host for the podcast, Michael, and I am here digitally in The Tiny Room with your co-host, the other co-host, the the other one, Ben. It's Ben. <laughs> Say hello, Ben. How long have you been doing intros for the podcast? Bloody intro professional, that's what I am. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, how long have I been doing intros? Ben, when did we introduce an intro? About podcast, about 20? Podcast 20? Was per- that when we said we probably needed an intro? Yeah, we probably needed to just let people know that we weren't too escaped mental patients that found microphones yeah yeah we haven't escaped we're still we're still in the tiny room this is our developmental project oh that's a very um m night Shyamalan. Shyamalan, thank you i always get that wrong it's good of you to jump in there and save me um i'll be very and they were in a tiny padded cell the whole time and one of them was the devil oh and another one you probably and another one was allergic to water like aliens um yeah so cool Cool, benjamin yes benjamin um speaking of m night Shyamalan, apparently um a quiet place is like if an m night Shyamalan film was good (laughs) (laughs) which i think is a pretty good way of describing a film that's a deadly that's that's high praise (laughs) ben speaking of horror did you see the the poster the new poster for the new hellboy hellboy 3 I, Hellboy's I did. Zero. I don't. I think just, it's. I think it's a, a, a reboot. Just Hellboy. A reboot. Like Mortal Kombat Eleven. Eleven, which was just called Mortal Kombat, because they needed to save the whole franchise because it was terribly made and a bit convoluted story-wise. Well, I mean, Ben, you name a fighting game that doesn't have a bad plot, and I will name you a liar. Fair enough. Tekken Fifty. Yeah. Did you... No, Ben, but seriously, though, come on, answer the question. Did you see the poster? <laughs> yes, I did. It's very different to your normal movie poster, Michael. It is, because it's like a comic book poster. It's, it's like a comic book. Yes, uh, it's actually drawn by Mike McNolan himself. Uh, Mignola? Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it says it there under the, the the thing that I was looking up earlier while I was researching it. Um, he designed the poster for it. Um, looks to have a... a a possible witch or a goddess of some kind looks very evil. I believe it's it's the Blood Queen. Oh, a queen of blood, eh? Yeah, and she wants to get rid of all the people and whatnot. Do you think? Uh, ah, classic. Going to be played by uh, genre legend Mila Jovovich. Ah, oh, Mila Ho- Hovovich, Hovovich, Hovovich. Uh, yeah. Mila, Mila will do a good job of that. Mila will do a good. Yeah, look- better better job than um, bloody Cara Delevingne in, in Suicide Squad. Leave Cara Devlin alone Hang with on Wavely Arms. Miss, miss Wavy Arms, get rid of the people. We're using my brother. Kind of. Oh, it's always know. get rid of the people, isn't it? Let's get rid of the people. the people. That's what I mean. I think Mila Jovovich being a tried and tested staple and capable of holding her hands by her side at all times, should it be necessary yeah. for the scene, should do a great job. Mila Jovovich has never really been great in anything, though. Ah, she was pretty good in Zoolander. She is amusing in Zoolander, but that's a bloody cameo. That's a, an extended cameo. True. Um, she, she's. I mean, she's a very attractive lady, Benjamin. She, but, um, she is. You're not going to put any acting heavy lifting on her. No. Well, she's not. She's not built for acting heavy lifting. If you need what? Well, if you need a lithe woman in her forties who is still very attractive, you just get Mila Jovovich. That's the one you want. If Kate Beckinsale is not available. Ah, Kate. I think, Ben, I have to think, though, that in a real-life fight, Mila Jovovich would probably beat Kate Beckinsale. I reckon Kate Beckinsale would charm the fucking pants off and there wouldn't even be a fight. Oh, Ben, you and your fantasies, yeah. you weirdo, you yeah. sex weirdo. Yeah. Yes. 
You're spending too much time in Italy, you old sex weirdo. You know there's a specific term for a sex weirdo. It's called a pervert. I'm glad you didn't call nah, me one on the podcast. But <laughs> I'm, going with a, I'm going with sex weirdo. Sex weirdo. Oh. Yep. Benjamin. Yes. Look, will you go see Hellboy? I'm not asking I'm, you to the I'm cinema. I'm, definitely, asking, I'm you... definitely going to see Hellboy because I love Hellboy, as, as you know. The, oh yeah, because that's why I have Hellboy comics. Yeah, that's why you have you, Hellboy you, comics. You gave me your extras. I gave you my extras. Benjamin. Yes. In other news. Yes. Do you have any care to give about a bloody Joker film? Um, no. I have about as much care to give about a Joker film as I do to give about a Venom film that's been made. Yeah, but that's happening now. Yeah, I know. But I just think, like, why? Why would you make a standalone Joker film? I don't understand. Well, then, just because you don't understand something doesn't mean it's not relevant. But that's why I speak English and don't listen to anyone who does. Doesn't. 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 <laughs> Benjamin. Yes. Um, you know, one of the worst things that could happen for the Marvel Cinematic Universe is the Venom movie being good. Because they'll have to shoehorn him into a bloody... Spider-Man universe. Spider-Man universe thing. If it's dreadful, everyone will just ignore it and go, I remember when Sony made Tom Hardy will cash the paycheck. Yeah. And give gruff and answers at press conferences. Press conferences. Pref conferences. Pref conferences. Press conferences. I can't remember what Tom Hardy sounds like. Why, why would you ask me that? What, what, do, you, what do you mean? Tom, no, that's not great. why do you think the Venom movie was so shit? I, I don't see how that's relevant. I don't, uh, why, uh, what do you mean? <laughs> why, why would you ask an, an actor that sort of question? It's not, it's not relevant. Um, <laughs> Yeah, but Ben, why are they making a Joker film, Ben? No, seriously, I, um, I really do want to know this. It, I don't know why they're making one. I think the idea was just... Basically, Michael, I think that... Yes. Because the... Now, this is just purely your opinion. This is pure conjecture and opinion. You're not saying you have from an inside me. To No, track. I have not got an inside track on this at all. Um, so, I think that because the Justice League movies have been so shit... There's only been one Justice League movie. That because the DC Extended Universe cinematically has been so shit. Better? Except Wonder Woman, which is kind of alright. Mediocre. No, not mediocre. I'm going to let you finish a thought there. It's above par. Um, It's it's alright. It was above par. Um, But I think it's because of that. I think everyone's just like, uh, yeah, sure, we can just do anything we want now. We can just pitch whatever. Is that necessarily a bad tact to take, though? Bottom of the barrel is a great place to be in terms of creative, <laughs> you know. Bottom of the barrel is a great place to be in terms Whoa. of pitching, you know. That's getting that's getting written on your gravestone. <laughs> I've I've been at the bottom of the barrel a fair few times, Michael. There's no need oh, to judge no, people who claw their way out. Um, so, um, so anyway, I think the main reason this is getting a bit of traction at the moment is because it's it's such a ludicrous idea um the person who seems to be eyed for the role is uh joaquin phoenix and yeah, or nicholas cage or or nicholas cage nicholas cage thinks he'd make a good joker but i, I don't know about that so it, it's kind of funny because now it's a thing it's a real thing of going back on his own word because originally joaquin phoenix um had had kind of Hinted at the fact that he had no idea that the Warner Bros. planned a Joker origin film. Oh, that's the other stupid thing about the Joker thing. It's an origin film. The Joker doesn't really have a set origin because it doesn't really work that yeah. way. But, but that's, that's mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Like the Wolverine. 
No, they gave the Wolverine a canonical um, origin. They have never given the Joker one. The Killing Joke was retconned. Retconned? As a, as a multiple personality hallucination. Um, something like that. I don't know. I can't remember. It was a bad retcon. Retcons are terrible. Um, Who cares about retcons, Ben? Let's absolutely. get rid of them. Um, so anyway, Joaquin Phoenix then, he was asked, you know... Um, or he was then he then later admitted that he had given it some thought and people kind of you know rightfully turned around and said well do you not think you'd be you know going up against a bit of a titan of the the industry there Joaquin you know Jack Nicholson uh, well I mean that's one titan that's one interpretation and then uh, the other probably more infamous famous I suppose is Heath Ledger's um, one from 2008 the thing about Heat Ledger's Ben is he didn't really he played a very interesting character, but I mean it was it was it the Joker Ben was it really the Joker? No, not at all. Exactly. Not so all. I mean you don't have to do that. Just do the Joker, the standard Joker, the Mark Hamill Joker. But Christian Bale didn't play much of a Batman. That's a fair point too, Ben. And 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 Hathaway didn't play much of a Catwoman. No, she was rubbish. She wasn't rubbish. She wasn't great. Leave her alone. She wasn't great. I mean, uh, it wasn't a very memorable role. Bane worked. It was no. No one. It was no Anne Hathaway. No, it was no. It was no. <laughs> it was no Michelle Pfeiffer. I mean, it. It was. It was definite, uh, definitively an Anne Hathaway. Mm. Is it Anne Hathaway or Anne Hathaway? No, Anne Hathaway. You were right the first time. I was right. Okay. Um, I'm, so I'm anyway, getting her name wrong. After Mr. Phoenix was asked this, um, he said. Uh, I have the quote here in front of me. It's so interesting. Yeah, I was thinking about it today. It seems so unique in some ways to comic books. I think there's probably room for that. Maybe it's like doing a play. Like you always hear about people doing something. You should have seen this actor in this performance, but then other actors do it and it's a different kind of film. I think that genre, comic books, kind of lends itself to having different people play the same character and interpret it in a different way. It's kind of built into the source material in some ways. I think it's cool when people do that. I don't think... Joaquin Phoenix yeah. has ever met a comic book fan. Ben, is that... Have you just swapped out of, Ben, that quote there? Yeah. Is that last bit you or Joaquin Phoenix? The last part was me, sorry. Ben, that's a lot like um, the Reddit comment we got a few weeks ago, or maybe it was a YouTube comment when we talked about European comics, and they said how European comics are often uh, the brainchild of a single author. Author, yeah. As opposed to American comics, which are often infused with creators' I own idea with different creators' ideas. Yeah. So in a way, I do kind of agree with them, yeah. and that might be a way forward for the DC DC movies. Just throw out the idea of a continuity and just scatter blast yeah. movies with random actors whenever you want. It'd be great. I mean, no, I think that would be like, I think you and I, Michael, and I, I am very treading very lightly here. Um, yeah, don't put words in my mouth. Sorry, I I feel that given some of the previous episodes where I have talked and you have listened, is that better? Yes, I'm, yeah. so, I'm okay. so nice. Yeah, um, we're we're quite a fan of you know odd choices for films and slightly different ways of doing things. Generally speaking, any time I've seen someone be announced for a role uh, in the last, certainly in the last three years, in terms of a DC movie, for example, Batfleck. Um, mm-hmm. There's not been nothing but uproar, and you'll remember when. Well, Aquamoa was okay. Yeah, Aquamoa was pretty solid, but I think that's because Aquamoa has his own following. I'm fairly certain. Yeah, that's true. Actually, he yeah. had oh, women who like shirtless Jason Momoa. Ben's who like shirtless Jason Momoa. <laughs> <laughs> um, <Very good. laughs> it's got nothing to do with women, um, but um, 
Yeah, no, Janet, I don't, but I don't think, I think it's interesting that he's like, yeah, we can just swap the actors around and have them play different versions. I don't think he's ever met an angry comic book fan. <laughs> yeah, but look, Ben, the angry comic book fans have betrayed the DC cinematic universe. If Even if they were just cruising by, well, I suppose they might be just cruising by on cinema, on, on the comic fans. I wonder who buys those tickets? Who makes the DC movies moderately successful? Is it comic book fans or is it norms? It's not norms. I tell you what it is. It's bloody people who want to beat Marvel. Because that whole Marvel versus DC thing is a big thing. And the worst offenders in that bloody argument are DC fans. Oh, Ben. They are. I'm a DC fan. Stop stirring the pot. I'm always on keyboards giving, giving out racial abuse and sexual harassment to people who say that they enjoy a, a Captain America or, or an Iron Man. That's how we met, You're Michael. Hurl- you're hurling abuse at our friend Rachel. That's that's how we met, Michael. Do you not remember? Oh, okay. I called you a, a dirty shield-licking son of a gun. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Do you mean Captain America's shield or shield the organization? It could be either, really. That was the, that was the clever thing about it, you see. Oh, there was le- that's there, were, there were layers. There were layers. Apologies, wor- apologies to our good friend Rachel. Um, it was all, yeah, Rachel abuse. That was all in service to a bit there, Rachel. Um... No, but um, yeah, I don't know. I just, I just, I think it's an odd one. Although Martin Scorsese is said to produce, so I think it's fairly safe to say that the Joker will have a Boston accent. Yeah, I think it's fairly safe to say it's not going to happen. And frequently turn around and say, "You a cop? You a Batman? You a Batman?" <laughs> Very good. Yeah. I'd like to see that now. Yeah. Ben, <laughs> speaking of things I really don't care about, Solo is coming out or, or isn't or something. Yeah, that, that got me really. Um, you re- pumped? really underwhelmed. <laughs> um, Are you pumped to find out the origin of things? Like, am I pumped to gun, know that none of the significant spaceship. characters survive, or none of the significant characters die? Well, I think probably Amelia Clark, who's looking very fine, very fine lady I, in the trailer. Yeah, I think Amelia Clark was probably the best looking thing about the whole trailer. To be honest, she's definitely going to die. Yeah, she has uh, to. And uh, Lando will probably be fine. Chewie will be fine. Han Solo will be fine. Um, Knock Off Yondu will be fine. Knock Off Yondu? What was that about? Knock Off Yondu. No, That's, I, I, it, I, I saw him. I'm just... um, what's his name? What's his name? Woody Harrelson appears to be playing a poor man's Yondu in, in this movie. Yeah, I know. It's bloody silly. Yeah, it's, um, it's all good. Yeah, Chewie, Chew, Chewbacca has a wife. Pretty, yeah, pretty uh, safe to say. Smelly? No. Scruffy? What's her name? Mara? Pretty pretty safe to say she dies. Um, <laughs> also has uh, also a hundred and something years old, which I didn't know about Wookies. Chewy, yeah, Chewy's like two hundred and fifty years old or something like that. What? But Wookie in in your Star Wars universe, Wookies are very long lived and always have been. Never mentioned in the movies, but always part of the background. That's bizarre. So, oh, that's so, yeah, that's th- such th- that an interesting matter. reversal. Han Solo is like his pet dog. <gasps> What? In a lot of ways, yeah. He just adopted him for a short yeah, period a of, of time. Oh man, that's crazy! Yeah. It's like the Spock thing yeah, and then all got, over again. And then he then he got stabbed. Yeah, by his own son. By his own son. Spoilers for a really out of date movie. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know if I cared. The chemistry looks a bit stiff. Look, Ben, you can't tell chemistry from a trailer, really, can you? Admit admit that for me. All right, I'll admit that for you, Michael. Fair enough. <laughs> I just thought it looked a bit stiff um, from what I saw. Look, I'm gonna see. I'm gonna see Solo, Ben. I've seen every Star Wars, but I'm not. I'm not gonna. Oh, yes. 
I can't believe I haven't told you this. This oh. is uh, no look. I'll save it for the end. I'll save it for the end. I have a story about Star Wars. Oh, uh, we'll save it for the end, Ooh. and then we'll cut it out if we go over. Oh goodness, that's amazing! <laughs> Instead of sticking possible in the cutout content. <gasps> Bloody subscriber only Patreon Patreon special Patreon special. The bits we don't Benjamin. keep in the episodes. <laughs> yeah, <what>? Things <laughs> things we somewhat do care about. If I forget this and anyone is listening and gets really annoyed at us that I didn't tell the funny Star Wars story, uh, leave a comment and remind me. Ben. Yes. The Incredibles is also a film. Yeah, we haven't spoken about that yet, Michael. Um, I, we Well, we mentioned it in passing when we were talking about the Fantastic Four, but yeah, we haven't, we haven't spoken about it. We've never said a thing about it. Very yeah, good, Grant Morrison. Um, well, yeah, that was more of a Mark Miller. It could be. Yeah, it doesn't really matter, does it? Neither, neither is relevant to the incredible topic. Um, but yeah, I think it looks interesting. Looks like it tackles the same themes, you know, same difficult themes as before. Um, Get my super suit, honey. Where is my super suit? What? Oh, that was better. Yeah. Where mm, is my super suit? Why do you need to know? <laughs> yeah, that was both you better. You both got the quote correct and uh, did the voice better. So you win this round. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was one of well the best done. Hope you're, hope you're proud. But um, <laughs> no, nah, not really. Um, if anything, it's just you know echoes very hollowly in my empty apartment. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh wow! Oh, that's grim. <laughs> Oh, I'm real worried about you now. Do you want me to come over? We'll fly over. We'll fly over and just keep you company. Just hang about. Uh, <laughs> that'd be nice, actually, if you could just come over whenever oh, you get right. a chance. Well, let's stop recording and I'll just head over now. <laughs> Benjamin, I liked The Incredibles, the first one. Very good. But to be honest, I didn't. it didn't resonate with me as much as it did with many other people. Um, I think it's... There's nothing major in the film itself. That lets it resonate in the same way. I think... Yeah. In terms of Pixar, it was a huge departure for them. Because they Mm -hmm. tackled actual adult themes. And I don't mean superheroics or anything like that. And loads of people always quote the... You know, the opening suicide saving part where it's like oh wow that's that's so daring like they're mentioning suicide and thing it's nothing to do with that the 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 major plot point of incredibles is that mrs incredible thinks that her husband is cheating on him is that what it's about and no but it's one of the major plot points mm-hmm. in terms of adult themes the whole reason she becomes suspicious and goes off to an island is because she thinks her husband is cheating on her is a bad is a bad egg and he is actually tempted to do that by the blonde Oh, the, the, the sexy blonde lady. The sexy lady. blonde lady. That, like, I think people tend to forget that particular theme. That's not a Pixar theme. No, that isn't a Pixar theme. That shouldn't theme. be a character's it, motivation. <laughs> it has long been my ambition to have a sexy blonde assistant. You had me for a while. Oh, very good. Yay. Very good. Yay. Although I am both more attractive and blonder than you, so that would be uh, <laughs> a bit redundant. Hey, blonde. Is that what you are? Blonde? Yeah, look at this, look at this bit here. This is like apart from where I'm going bald, <laughs> it's pretty blonde. Blonder than you, anyway, son. Anyway, Ben. Yeah. Have you have you heard the Infinity War news? What's what's the Infinity War news? Well, there's lots of trailers and stuff. We're not going to go into the spoilers too deep because uh, we don't want to ruin it. It's out in two weeks. I'm going to book my tickets today, Ben, for the midnight showing. I it's, it's out it's out in Florence at the same time. Sweet as. It's out, out on the 27th, 28th in Florence in the English oh, cinema great. around the corner from my apartment. So I'm going to book my tickets tonight as well. Thank you for reminding me. 
the English cinema. <laughs> There's is one served a cup of tea and a crumpet with one's movie. It's really cool. Have you ever been to the Odeon Cinema in Florence? I've plugged this so I many times, been. but it's amazing. It's a big Art Deco theater from the 1920s, and they haven't changed it. They've just restored everything. It's amazing. And they I wish only... people could see how bulgy your eyeballs are. And they are only when you were they that. only play <laughs> movies in English. It's amazing. Um... <laughs> So, Ben, here's the news anyway. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, go on. The, the news is this. The news is that uh, pre-ticket sales for Infinity War, Ben, yeah, right, yes. have been as high as Black Panther. Ooh. And Doctor Strange. Oh. And Civil War. Oh. And Ant-Man. Oh. And three other films. Combined. <gasps> I hope that carries on the yeah. microphone. I was. Just no, yeah, I don't know if that's going to be good or not. Um, linguistically speaking, Ben, did you know that Irish people do a weird thing? We're one of the only like language speakers who have a word that we pronounce on an inhale of breath. Which? Not many, not many cultures do that, but Ireland does. I don't know why. Anyway, what are we talking about? Um, um, combined. Oh, it's any war. Yeah. Combined, like, and Black, remember, Penn, Black Panther broke all the pre-sales. Yeah, it's up there with Titanic. It records. beat Titanic. It beat, but it broke all the pre-sales records. Black Panther broke them all. And now Infinity War has broken its records combined with six other films. Infinity War is going to make more in its opening weekend than almost every other film has made in its run. Mm. Ever. Mm. I, th- I think... I, go on. I think that's because... and. This is, again, completely my opinion, complete conjecture. All the people that saw Black Panther that wouldn't normally go to see a superhero film, and they went to see Black Panther because it was an all-black cast, mm-hmm. have probably seen him in the trailer for Infinity War and gone, yeah. Well, more. Ben, let's be honest. The bloody latest trailers look like trailers for Black Panther 2. They, they are trailers for Black Panther 2, Michael. Um, th- that's gonna be War the War looks like Black Panther 2. The, that's going to be the uh, Shyamalan twist. At the end of uh, it was Infinity Black Panther War. the whole time, <laughs> fools. <laughs> Thanos is going to click his fingers, and it's going to the title card is going to change the Black Panther two from Infinity War. Universe done. Nice, Benjamin. Yes. Speaking of the gaping black hole in comic book news that is Infinity War, that's what we're going to talk about today oh. in a kind of roundabout way. Oh no. Oh, do you not want to? We can oh, do something no. else if you want. Yeah. Can we talk about something else other than just Infinity War? Okay, we'll talk about everything else in a very ah, short time. Great, I love it. <laughs> ben, what we decided to do, Ben, is to add to the Infinity War noise on the internet by giving our ranking I... of the best... Oh, go on, sorry, go on. No, I... I sorry, sorry, go on. Go on. Do the bit. Do the no, bit. I don't want to do, do it the... now. I'm having a soul. I was just going to say, I think our, I think two Irish voices with a, with a, a, humble, a humble beginnings podcast uh, could really add to the internet. Um, oh yeah, sweet, sweet. Yeah, that's a fair point. Actually, everyone try and listen to this. Um, ben, what we've what we've decided to do, yeah. Everyone, what we what we've decided to do is uh, rank. We've never done a ranking, actually. Nope. Nope. What we've decided to do is join the internet noise and do a ranking of the Marvel villains from worst to best. How original! A to- yeah, <laughs> a top a top eighteen countdown. It's going to be actually. There have been 18 movies, but there are fewer than 18 villains because Loki was the villain in quite a few of them. Fair. But uh, anyway, um, Ben, what we're going to look at is you're, because you're a, a man who went to college. I did. You're going to take a look at us, look at the villains from the perspective of 
theme. Oh, yes. Motif. Oh, I love a motif. Maybe a bit of character motivation. Oh, go on, Gizda. And a bit of... Uh, what was that thing you talked about a few weeks ago there? Uh, bloody ego. Blo- and bloody eat. logos and, and... That's the fella. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're going to... Yeah, I, ha- I have that <laughs> in my tea in the morning. There, oh, nice. <laughs> Lovely bit of logos. Excellent. That's what you're going to do. And meanwhile, I'm going to take a look at them from the perspective of... Are they just a big spooky grey man? Yep. Bloody... Or do they have a sweet-assed costume? I, I thought we were going to talk about where they had sweet asses, Michael. You promised me. You no, sweet pro- ass costumes. Oh, feck's sake, very, man. I've very got a few bunch of them of, have sweet asses. I spent about three hours yesterday combing through Marvel films looking for butt shots from, from the villains. It's pretty much oh. just Hela, Loki, it's a great and butt. arguably Winter Soldier, and maybe Alexander Pierce. Alexander Pierce is one in a suit. Yeah. They, I mean, those were the four that I had, and they were great. And I, well, that's the podcast done, so that's the video done. Yeah, just, gonna, right, be, just gonna be that I, in a loop. <laughs> just gonna be that. <laughs> butt cheeks on a loop. <laughs> yeah, yep. Good. All right. Yeah, then, I can't let's do wait. a chronological. Let's uh, let's try to mess this up as much as possible by confusing ourselves and looking at them chronologically, but then ranking them. But then after we put one in a rank, we can't change that rank. Fair uh, enough. Mostly for the purposes of this being somewhat amusing for us. Yeah, okay, that's fair enough. Okay, so let's start with the first villain, Ben. Do you want to fill us in on who the first MCU villain was? Um, it was the wonderful Loki. No, it wasn't, you big No. Dog. Oh, no, sorry, Iron Man. Sorry, it was... Uh, <laughs> sorry, that was... Whoa, good start. Ben, look, Ben. Good start. I'll do the, the, I'll, yeah, can I'll you, do the heavy can you do that, please? Because I'm bloody pick a burn. It was it was Obadiah Stane, Ben, a.k.a. the Ironmonger. Oh. Mm. Ben, what, what did you think of him? Uh, now, bear in mind, we have about two minutes to talk about each one. Classic, classic kind of, your daddy did me wrong. I'm going to yeah, get your money. He's back for vengeance. I'm going to get your money. Yeah, he's back for vengeance. I was expecting him to at least mention the carpet and how it tied the room together. The suit really tied oh, the room good. together, man. Um, There's a passable... Um, yeah, I think I might be able to get it. If we come back to it at the end, I, I might be able okay, to get we'll it. Okay, we'll come back. Um, Benjamin, here are a list of his kind of faults. Yeah, go on. He, he's a big spooky grey man. Yeah, he's bloody awful design. It's just a big, spooky version of grey version of Iron Man. He's also just the hero, but evil. Yep, I bloody hate that. In, in the most literal sense, he like literally steals an Iron Man costume and just makes it eviler. Yeah, very, uh, very non-inspired. Would you say that it was an outstanding performance? No, Jeff Bridges was earning a paycheck. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't bad. No, it, no, but like, but that's the thing. That's the thing about actors like Jeff Bridges. You're never going to mm-hmm. get anything bad, and what you get is Tron. you get. Yeah, all right, fair enough. Um, fair enough. But you're never going to get. He's never going to be the worst thing about the film that you're making. Yeah, that's true. And you're always going to get something from. And then the other sneaky thing about people like Jeff Bridges is he's synonymous with the dude. He has cult following based on his time as the dude. Um, I don't, I don't know though. With his shaved head and his beard, he was very different. I know he was good at being a villain, um, and I dug that. Um, but I mean, it was just a, you know, it, I, I it was very phoned in for me. Very phoned in for he's me. He's gonna be towards, he's gonna be towards the bottom, isn't he, Ben? He is. He, he'd have to be. Where really. are we stick him? 
Um, Where are we sticking? What number of, are we out of, out of a possible 18, is it? Uh, out of 18, out yeah. Out of a possible 18. I don't know. We're going to put him... Where are we going to put him, Michael? We put him 15, maybe? It could be lower. What are you doing? It could be lower. My, uh, I forgot to plug in my PC because I'm a professional. Oh, um, and I didn't, I didn't want it to die, Michael. It was, it was. <laughs> just yeah, look, if, if, if we lose this, we're not doing it again. Michael just got for a, sure. Michael just got a crotch shot there. <laughs> no episode this week. Yeah, let's put him at 15, Ben. Uh, yeah, 15 is fine. 15 is fine. There are worse. Yeah. Okay, who's next, Ben? Next is the Abomination. Oh. Oh. Emil Blonsky. Oh, Tim Roth. Tim Roth is great. Got time for Tim Roth. Yeah, I can do a little Tim Roth. But again, similar status to Mister uh, to Mister Bridges. Everybody knows Tim Roth. Go on. Everybody knows. Yeah. Everybody knows Mister Orange. And um, he got shot in the stomach. You know, um, he pops along all the time. He's he's that really. He always plays kind of a really sinister, unexpectedly evil guy. He, he tends wasn't. Go on. Go on. No, no, go on. Wasn't he better when he was still a human oh. than when he became the full-on abomination? The abomination was pointless. The abomination mm, was, was, su- it was oh such a poor. Obviously, you have to have something that goes up against the Hulk. I get it. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, but again, loses points for it. just the hero, but evil. Yeah, just the hero, but evil. He's also a big spooky grey man. Big spooky grey man. The leader would have been a much better choice as the villain. It's the complete opposite of the thing. You could have gotten a little bit of fucking. Uh, you could have had a little bit of pathos, a little bit of, uh, mm-hmm. a little bit of ethos, a little bit of logos. You could have, you could have had the whole, uh, could have hold, had the whole kit and caboodle, Michael. But they didn't do that. They didn't do that at all. Look, probably the best thing about the abomination is when he's Tim Roth and he gets real confident, and then he go, he just walks up to the Hulk and gets kicked across a field. That was deadly. That was gas, and he he gets all his bones broken. Where do we put the abomination, Ben? He's not he's not one of the good ones. No, nah, sixteen or fourteen. He doesn't go above Ironmonger. Six, sixteen. Sixteen. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, Sorry, that's that sucks for you. Okay, next, Ben. Yes. Uh, Whiplash. Whiplash. Uh oh. Uh, big spooky gray Again, man. Yeah, your dad did me wrong. Dad did me wrong. Now I'm back for vengeance. I'm gonna get your daddy. Uh, it has to be in 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 that where one. Where is my bird? Where, where yeah, is my bird? Where is my bird? I want my I want my bird. And again, Mickey Rourke. This is another. This is another Roth. Another another Bridges. Another you know. All bloody great actors, Ben, but just not a lot to work with, is there? There's, but they weren't given a good part. That, that's mm. that's the that's the point. Um, you know, there's there's no. Um, there's no substance to what they're playing. It's just mm. it's a cardboard villain. Although he did at least have the good visual of the the costume when he attacks the racetrack was pretty cool looking. Yeah, I mean it was a little bit unique. It was it was quick. It was hobbled together. It was strong. It did a lot of damage. You know that was cool. But I I don't know. Mickey Rourke kind of lost the run of himself in that one where he just played this weird, you know. I don't know, he played like a lot of quirky stuff. I think he had just seen The Joker. Uh, yeah, well, look, Mickey Rourke d- uh, dictated a lot of that to the producers. No, the I, I know, but that's what I mean. I think he got notions when he saw Heath Ledger as The Joker. He has a lot Where of do we put him, Ben? To, uh, he can go a bit higher. He's, he wasn't the worst of them. Twelve? Uh, maybe about twelve, all right. We're sticking with uh, twelve, Ben. 12. This is a highly scientific system of essentially doing this completely we're, randomly. Sure, look, we're all pros. We're all pros. <laughs> you sound like a prostitute. <laughs> <laughs> Benjamin. No one would pay that. The next sex one, me, Michael. Um, the, ne- the, 
The next one comes from 2011's Captain America, the first Avenger. Ah, the Red Skull. Um, yeah, he was bloody awful. He's a Nazi, though, isn't he? He's a Nazi, but, like, what's... You know, okay, so he gets a few points for creative design, but that wasn't really them. That was that was the source material. Well, yeah, but, Ben, I mean, making a, a red... What are you looking at? What's I'm on your cup there? What cup. are you doing? Fixing my cup. <laughs> uh, making a red skull-faced man isn't as easy in real life as it is in a comic book, and I think they did a fantastic job with the visuals no. of Red Skull. Costume-wise, great costume. Like... And... Bloody, what's his name? Who, who's the guy? Who's that guy who hates being in films, but Weaving. they keep letting him be in films? Hugo Weaving, who hates being in films, Ben, but they keep letting him be in films anyway. I, I'd be um, in films I hated if they paid me as much as they pay Hugo fucking Weaving. Yeah. <laughs> he was an iconic Red Skull. Yeah, no, he was, he, no, okay. So he was, again, I suppose this is a good actor with a bad, a bad lot. Like, he didn't get enough screen time. Exactly. Could he, could he used a lot more Red Skull in my life. Um, I think that's the main problem with the Red Skull. I don't think he was a bad villain. I just think he didn't get enough time. Yeah, he wasn't able to do anything really good. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he wasn't able to do anything well. Really, was he? I would like to see him coming back. Um, yeah, do, do you think he'll come back? Oh, well, he hates films. Yeah, you see, you can't get Hugo Weaving back. But, I mean, good actor, same face, makeup. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there's a thing. You could definitely do that. I don't know about the legalities of that, although they've recast other characters. Secret reboot. Um, yeah. yeah. Will we stick him somewhere in the middle, Ben? Uh, we'll put him in an L6 or a 7. 6 or a 7. 5? Let's give him an 8. No, an 8. Oh, 8, okay. okay. Eight. Yeah, 8, because there's a lot of better ones. Okay. All right, where are we now? Uh, oh, the big one. Uh, Thor. Bloody... Oh, okay. So this is Loki. Loki. All right. So I mean, I've seen, is Loki a villain anymore? Well, he is definitely a villain in Thor. Thor two, kind of. He was a villain in Thor. He was a villain in the Avengers. So let's deal with those specifically right, let's, and let's ignore say, let's him those from two Thor two. Bad boys, then. Um, yeah, he's he's you know he's got a little he's got he's got very flimsy like pathos so he can he can make you feel something in that he's like a little orphan child and he's in the shadow of his brother and blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. so he's, he's got he's got some of that he's got that carried around with him but it's very one-dimensional it's hard to feel that for him and it's not really built very well because his brother never treated him differently um yeah. so i always felt that kind of fell down um but there's also the aspect that he doesn't. He's not really supposed to have particularly tragic background so much as he is just an intractable dick. A little shit. Yeah. So he lacks ethos. He has no moral character or principle. Um, because he fucking pretends to kill himself eighty-five times and then scares the shit out of Thor eighty-five times. Just nah. Can, I'm a snake. <laughs> <laughs> I love that part in the movie. That was so good. Um, and it, but he is. He does have a lot of logos. He's very persuasive. Um, yes. And that's his whole thing. Um, like, Tom. And ben, he has a sweet assed design. He's a sweet ass, too. Tom Hiddleston. Give me some of that. Mm. Tom Hiddleston's a real life ginger, Ben. Mm. And look how. Uh... Look how look how slick he is! And everybody that. falls in love with him when he has his hair dyed either blonde or black. And Michael, don't don't try and don't try and turn this around. He knows. I don't. He knows which side have, his bread is buttered on, and is buttered firmly on dyed hair. hair. You have a ginger have bloody, ginger bloody beard. Hmm. He has a ginger beard too. <laughs> he probably, he's one of my favorites. Probably does. <laughs> Where will Ben look? Ah, look he's, he's, the... he's top three, isn't he? Like, because he's just so recurrent, and Tom Hiddleston does a pretty decent job of him. 
Yeah, but as you said, the motivations are a bit flimsy and stuff. Okay, so we're going to chuck him down a little bit. Maybe, maybe I'd a, say let's put let, let's put him at four. A fifth or a four. Like it seems like I'm trying to set something up here, you, but I genuinely am not. Genuinely, I have like, no idea where we're going. What you're with this. actually doing, Michael, is you you've made this ahead of time. You have a list in front of you, and you're using subtle linguistic tricks to make me fall into your little web and make it seem like I. Agree well, Ben, with there you. was. There was nothing subtle with it. I said, let's just put him at four. And then you went, all right, yeah, that's well, I'm, I don't really care. I'm notoriously weak-minded. <laughs> um, yeah, and this largely doesn't matter anyway. Ben, let's move on to phase two. Ooh. And the first film in phase two was the much maligned, or loved, but sometimes maligned, Iron Man 3. Yeah. Killian, what should we call him? What's his name? Killian Aldrich. Killian AKA Aldrich. the Mandarin. No, awful. Awful character. Um, the worst ones. Ah, oh, but it was just the exact same, exact same character as 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 uh, Obadiah Stane. Yeah, but this time he could shoot fire from his mouth. Yeah, but like an ironmonger suit by any other bloody name. Um, well, at least he wasn't a big spooky grey man, though. He wasn't a big spooky grey man, but he was a bloody shirtless orange Bernie man. Yeah, and he wasn't just the villain, but he just just the hero, but evil. Yeah, I you see. I, I'm I'm against MacGuffins that give people bloody starter set superpowers like beams and endurance. I, I, bleh, bleh. So you don't like the extremist virus? No, I thought it was a bit meh. Meh. So you, you you'd be inclined to put. What about the Mandarin? What about Trevor Slattery? Now you see, I love that character because it was a bit of a twist on the thing. But nobody else liked that character. They all thought it was a bit of a piss take. But I think it was very funny having Ben Kingsley and notoriously because that that kind of turns that thing of getting a, a bloody solidly rep- reputed actor into the role, and mm-hmm. it kind of turned it on its head. Turns out to be bloody. Ooh, never see me coming. Yeah, and they get rid of him just like that. I thought that was pretty yeah. funny. Because a character like the Mandarin can't fit. No, because he's a bloody Chinese stereotype, Ben. They're um, not allowed anymore. Yeah, it's not allowed at all. And also, but he also, he's a very powerful villain compared to a lot of the villains we'd have. Not in terms of, sorry, that's not true at all. But I mean, in terms of Earth villains, he's got a lot of pull, the Mandarin. Yeah. He runs a bloody... A lot of sway. Yeah, and you'd have to mention him in the MC, uh, in the Netflix universe and stuff like that, because he's a huge criminal boss. So you can't, you can't have that character. Couldn't come in. Couldn't get rid of him. Couldn't come out to play. Uh, so Ben, where where will we put where will we put Trevor Slattery and Killian? Trevor Slattery, you can put you can put up higher than Kill, uh, than Killian bloody Aldrich. Okay, let's let's put Trevor Slattery at seven. Okay, and Killian at ten. Yeah, screw you, Killian. Right, screw you. Okay, this this is going to come back to bite us. Yeah, Ben. Next one. Let's not spend a lot of time talking about this because it's one of the one of the worst ones. One of the worsens is bloody Malekith. Oh, look bloody massive amount of prosthetic makeup that didn't work no facial expressions Christopher mm-hmm. Eccleston phoning it in a little bit um, and completely wasted and completely wasted like it could have been anyone it could have been you because Christopher Eccleston pretty decent actor when he gets going did you ever see Shallow Grave he's right acting did you ever see Shallow Grave yeah very right, good film great, gives someone a whack of a shovel great L, great L villain in that um, he's good at being angry but they didn't use him very well at all you could have just had him in a light amount of makeup but no they gave him this weird wax face and they shoved it on him and then he was supposed to be a big thing I don't know and he didn't speak English he only spoke in makey up the language like what a waste and, of a character and he was grey yeah comic book Malekith is red and, bl- red and blue yeah I mean one of the worst ones 
Yeah, just, but that was a terrible movie. Possibly the worst one. That was a terrible movie. That's a toss up between Malekith or bloody red, red fog. Um, <laughs> take your pick. Um, yeah, I no poor. He can go right down the end. Right, eighteen. Last. Ah, uh, let's let's stick him down there. Okay. All right. Sorry, Malekith. You're eighteen. You rubbish. Okay. Uh, next one, Ben. One of the better ones. Uh, it's uh, the Winter Soldier. Oh yes, remember the Winter Soldier, Bucky yes. Barnes. So this is one with some solid bloody pathos. Um, Tell us about the pathoses. Sure, he's bleeding, bleeding. Uh, Steve Rogers' best pal, his best bud. Yeah, but then he fell off a train and his arm fell yeah, off. Yeah, Mister, I can do this all day. Not not him, but like the guy that he originally said it to. I can do this all day. That's that's where the whole phrase comes from, buddy. Um, yeah. Falls off a train, loses his memory, gets turned over to the Ruskies, comes a commie, gets gets yeah. let out loose to assassinate some folks, and then you know just where is too much mascara. Where's way too much mascara? But like we've all been there. Um, let's be honest if anything that makes <laughs> him on, super man. relatable um, he doesn't really have any moral character but then again he's been brainwashed by the KGB let's be honest he's essentially a Terminator he's essentially he? a Terminator but he's coming back now and he's he's got some he's got some scruples he's got some you know he's got some camaraderie coming back he he lives in yeah, Wakanda and, he, and he's gonna he's probably gonna end up with Shuri I'm, I'm feeling a, a Shuri whoa way too old White Wolf creepy Ben White Wolf creepy Ben you know you're such a creeper Shuri White Shuri, Wolf Shuri Vibe. No, Shuri and Peter Parker. That's where that's going. Oh yeah, you think so? Yeah, for sure. Oh yeah, that'd be I think cool. they might be in love in real life. Oh, that's nice. They're always tweeting each other. Weirdos. Saps. Sex weirdos. Saps. Um, but he doesn't have a lot of logos. He's he's a bit, he's not very persuasive in terms of intelligence or anything like that. But he's mm-hmm. he's. Do you know what? He's great in several ways because he's a villain that really gave Captain America some depth as well. Mm-hmm. I think yeah but Ben if the villain just exists to give the, the hero depth they're not great villains are no, they No but I think I think they do a lot for each other They complete each other no. In, Oh nice. in a very Joker Batman way like mm-hmm. to be fair like Steve Rogers is completely lost in the 21st century Um well not anymore he's kind of cut no, up No 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 but he was in the Winter Soldier Like that's mm-hmm. that's the whole arc of the Winter Soldier is that Steve Rogers is a man out of time um and this kind of first of all it haunts him from his past it pulls him straight back into his past but it gives him a purpose in the present and it kind of realigns mm. his moral code so in a weird way the winter soldier is the one that gives steve rogers pathos and uh, ethos he gives him moral character and principle and a purpose again in the present so it was a very nice reflection and then obviously later in civil war He's helping to redeem Bucky, who's lost his character and, and path and stuff like that. So I'd say the Winter Soldier, aside from that, great look, absolute badass. Yeah. Metal arm. Yeah. Yes. Metal arm, yes. from the shield about the place. Tom Holland says it. He probably tweeted it to, to Shuri at some point. Who's, who's to say? Yeah. Um, great character. We could put him up the top somewhere. Uh, five? Ah, go on. Go on. All right, he's, he's, five. He's, not, he's five. He's not a permanent villain. Yeah. And he is just a bit of a Terminator. Yeah. Yes. Okay, Ben. Next one's pretty pretty easy. I think this one's gonna be pretty low down. It's Ronan the Accuser. Oh, the the weird Muslim paragon the, the, thing. The, oh Jesus, Ben! You've made it racial. Or no, but sorry, that's what the Semitic. No, no that's, that's what the Kree are. Uh, Islamophobic. Islamophobic is what you're looking for. That's the word you were looking for. Islamophobic. I haven't. They're very clearly a, a parallel for uh, Muslim extremity. That's what the Kree are. Um. Well, not always. Not always, but in Guardians of the Galaxy, where Ronan the Accuser was the one, absolutely is. 
All he was sh- He's a religious fanatic. Yeah, all he was sure to say was uh, jihad on, on Chris Pratt, but he didn't. Um, <laughs> um, the, the, the big problem with Ronan, like, well, first of all, he's a spooky grey man, basically, because yep. they gave him a big black costume yep. instead of the lovely green he has in the comics. But the big problem with him is he is undermined in that movie by everyone else. The, the thing that I always think of when I think of Ronan is Thanos saying, you have the demeanor of a petulant child. Yeah, and that's it. That's all and you can see from every that. everyone telling Ronan, "Don't, don't, don't fight Thanos. He'll he'll kill you. He'll do. He'll 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 bust you up." So how can you take him seriously when he's not even taken seriously by his own underlings in the movie? By anyone? Yeah, no one cares about Ronan. Chris Pratt. Maybe Captain Star Lord Captain dance Marvel will him. redeem him. You what now? Star Lord dance battles him to distract him. Yeah, like he's not. Is he going to be in? He's in Captain um, Marvel. Oh, in the 80s. Yeah, the 90s. Oh, he could be interesting there. Same actor? Yep, Lee Pace. Actor wasn't bad, if I recall. Not, yeah, but a... I mean, there wasn't a lot of performance. The performance wasn't good enough to save the genericanisms of it. No, again, this is... this is Yeah, anyway, this is Marvel's problem. They just don't give enough teeth to their villains. They just don't have any oomph. Where do we stick him? Uh, 11? 11 is fine. 11 is about as, as, as Ronan the Accuser as you can get, isn't it? Yeah. Um, next. Ben Ultron. Ultron. Oh, big, big grey. Um, big grey man, yeah. Terrible character arc. Um, very inconsistent. Very non-existent. Very inconsistent. Um, great design, though. Great design, but very grey. Um, yeah. The reshoots were awful when they remodeled him. To make him more kid-friendly so they'd sell toys. That was annoying. Well, it's not a reshoot. It's when he, he updated his body. Yeah, I guess. But... The, the body he has in the middle of the movie is the best body, where it's a real shiny silver yeah, and yeah. kind of skeleton-y. Yeah, that was good. That was decent. Um, yeah, but probably, for me at least, the biggest disappointment. Yeah, I think, you know, it was funny to me because he kept going on about how superior he was to humans and he ended up being a human um do you know what i mean like they gave they gave him way too many human characteristics i think one mm-hmm. of the really disturbing things about ultron in the comics is that you can't reason with him yeah um because he's a robot and you can't distract him and you can't um do any of that and yet um the the one thing that that where i really gave up on ultron in in avengers 2 is where he calls um the hulk an absolute animal when he's getting his head pounded into the ground do you remember that they're fighting. No, I don't remember. They're fighting. That, I can't remember where they're fighting. And he says, "You uncivilized brute," or something like that. Something along those lines. Does he? It was very British. It was very out of character, and I just couldn't understand why he would say that. It just it hmm. it it made me give up on him. I'll find it because he wasn't really a robot. He was just a big metal dickhead. Yeah, he's just a big metal dick. Where have we put him, Ben? Uh, he's in the top ten, probably, in terms of significance. Nine? Nine. Yeah, go on. Okay, he can be nine. Ultron's nine in our random list. Ben, Yellow Jacket. Just no. a bloody hero, but evil. Crap. Badly acted as well. I didn't like him at all. He was just Ironmonger again. Yeah, just Ironmonger again. Um, but weirdly petulant childy. So Ronan the Accuser meets bloody... Ironmonger. I thought he was. Let's really put him poor. pretty low then. I thought he was really poor. Let's give him. We give him thirteen. Yeah, thirteen suits. Okay, because now we're out of phase two. We're into phase three. Oh, man, her, phase three. We're running out of time here, Michael. 
I know, we're going to do it, don't worry. Phase 3 seems to be when they start getting their shit together. Yeah. Because the first villain of Phase 3 was their most different villain they've ever had, basically. It's Zemo. Zemo Zemo was great. Zemo was good, Zemo was great. You have all your key, all your key parts, baby. What are the key parts? We got Pathos, we got Ethos, and we got Logos. Pathos in that he has a bloody tragic story caused directly by superheroes in Avengers 2. Loses the the wife. The kid, the super, the, the, the kid? superheroes de- directly deserve everything he did. Yeah, no, it's like it's justice. It's justice from the past. Mm. Bit of a Bucky Barnes situation. Um, he's got mm-hmm. ethos. He's got principles. He's got moral characters. He's literally avenging his dead wife and child. Yeah, good he's man. He's not even a superhero, so he can't just be the superhero but evil. He's not endangering that many people when he does it. No, he's a real good egg. He's a real good egg. He's only fucking with superheroes. I dig that. I dig that. And he's super persuasive. He's a bloody genius. He sneaks on in there. He does a little interrogation. He finds the files on on the Winter Soldier, reprograms him, sends him off. You know, mission mm-hmm. report, mission report, baby. Um, so yeah, he's right up there, top three, top three. Okay, top three. Shall we say give me some, three? Give, get, yeah, I hope he comes back, man. I hope he comes back. He won't, I don't think he will. Uh, uh, if he does come back, I hope he has a purple helmet and a sword. Black pants. Oh, that'd be deadly. That'd be dead. Um, <laughs> uh, the next one's going to be the easiest one for us, Ben, because we can just stick him straight in at number 17. Because he's boring. Who? It's Caecilius. From what? Doctor Strange. Oh, exactly. He was ben. Exactly. He was just evil Doctor Strange. Waste of a good character actor as well. Uh, get rid of him. Yeah. Go on. Straight down. All right. 17. Straight down to 17. Waste of an actor. Really boring. Just the villain, you mean, but evil. You mean just the hero, but evil. Caecilius prequel to Mordo. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just go straight to Mordo. Just go Stop straight to Mordo. Stop faffing about. Like... Okay, Ben. The next one is a good one. Go on. But I don't think I don't think top three personally. But I think a good one. It's ego, the living planet. Ego falls down in terms of motivation, purpose in the go universe, on. and taking over the entire universe. I do not buy. Okay. I do not buy. So, so he fell. He fell down a bit for me. I, world world domination is a poor plot. We moved past it a long time ago. There's no need for it. Um, but in terms of relationships with the characters and, and, oh, and things like that. Oh, phenomenally acted by Mr. Kurt Russell. Great, great job from mm-hmm. him. Um, I think it was mostly his hair that did the heavy oh, lifting. Oh, the hair was amazing, wasn't it? Can you imagine mm-hmm. how, how good this podcast would be if we could both grow hair like Kurt Russell and just put that in well, a I'm thumbnail? Working on it. I'm working on it. Yeah, yeah, it looks, looks like it there. looks like it there. It's coming in nice. Screw you. It's coming Screw in nice. You. I meant that in genuine. I'm, I'm meant, working on I it. I meant that genuine. Hair doesn't grow overnight, Ben. That was genuine. Unless your ego, the living That planet, was genuine. Yeah, well, it grows in about 25 seconds flat, doesn't it? Um, um, a little disappointing that he wasn't really a living planet. Um, yeah, well, he was an avatar. He was an avatar, but you couldn't, you couldn't have that. Yeah. Um, I did like uh, what a dick he was. Um, yeah, I did like he did have principles technically. He was taking over the universe and would stop at nothing to do that. And very persuasive, very yeah. persuasive and character. I, and as you know, I love an ancient cosmic evil. Yeah, I, I will, I will forever enjoy the conversation between Kurt Russell and Chris Pratt that went, you know, we're the sailor in that song, Peter. And the sailor said, "Brandy, brandy, you're a fine girl. <laughs> what a good wife." Good. Why you, you would, would be, be. <laughs> it was amazing um, but my life so my love my lady he's in the top 10 is the sea he's in the top yeah, 10 yeah let's put him at six six he's just behind winter Soldier. if nothing else he's got a shitload of charisma which a lot of them don't have 
I'm pretty happy with that, Ben. Six, he's behind Winter Soldier, yeah. but ahead of Trevor Slattery and Red Skull. Good stuff. Good stuff all around. That's pretty good, actually. I think we've nailed this, Ben. Uh, next one is <laughs> one, of, uh, possibly my personal favourite, Ben. You might have to argue me on this Ooh. one. It's 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 uh, Adrian Toomes' The Vulture. Oh, from from Homecoming. From well, I mean, Spider-Man Homecoming. We've got our classics here, don't we? We've got Pathos, Ethos and Logos. Yeah, exactly. Um, they're a little bit different. Um, but I think this is probably the most relatable character to an American audience in terms of villainy. Yeah, um, he's a working class schlub. He's a working class schlub. He, like you or me or your dad. perfectly timed with populism. Um, mm-hmm. And you see it at the start. He's just pushed aside for the fact that he's doing a good job. He's pushed aside just because big business goes to other contracts. Um, he has strong moral characters. He's feeding his family. He's getting work for his men. There's going to be no... He doesn't rat, he doesn't rat Peter out. He doesn't rat Peter out. He's, he's got nothing to do with that. He understands that people mm-hmm. need to make their way in the world. He's a real Bruce Springsteen with wings. Um, <laughs> Bruce Wingsteen. Um, that's the name of the podcast, by the way. Um, but, uh, yeah, and he's got logos. He's very persuasive. His argument is very hard to go against. He's just trying to feed his family. Also, Ben, he has a sweet-ass costume. Yes, I really like his costume. It's high-tech, but it's not Iron Man. It's not Iron Man. It's, it's very it's much a scavenger. It's very distinctive. It's very much like... I, one of the few times that an animal-themed supervillain has been so well adapted to screen. Well, I mean, him and Falcon are both have been adapted to screen by just giving a, giving up on the whole idea of a man with wings and making it technology. Yeah, but I think the other interesting thing there is in terms of in terms of the vulture, even his character traits, his actions, they all match the animal that he's named after. He scavenges technology mm. that people don't want yeah. and reincorporates exactly. it and uses it yeah. again. And he's got a shiny bald head. And it's yeah, it's great. Great. Can we put him at one, Ben? Do you, do you want to put him at one, Michael? Who, who have we got? I want to put hang him on, at one. Hang on. Who have we got left? No, we're, no. look, that's you're breaking the conceit. We're doing this. All right, we'll put him at one. Go on. Yay, Vulture's number one. <laughs> uh, next is Hela from the movie Thor Ragnarok. Great charisma. Uh, yes. Decent enough. Decent enough. Uh, not pathos, but logos and ethos. There's no moral character to her. She does stick to her she's principle. She's yeah, she, but her, her principle is I'm an evil she person. She kills the fuck out of things. She's pretty good yeah. at it. Um, no, I mean, there is pathos there, but it's it's tough pathos to get behind. Oh, boo-hoo, your dad didn't let you kill everyone. Everyone. Too, yeah. too bad for you. Oh, your, your dad used to be a bad egg like you, but now he's a good egg, so now you can't be a bad egg anymore. See, I think if you had put Hela in any other Thor movie that wasn't Ragnarok directed by the wonderful Taika Waititi, wouldn't have worked. Oh, you can say Taika Waititi now. Yeah, well done. Yeah, I've been practicing six hours a day in the <laughs> uh, I don't know where we have space for her, though. Oh, no. Ben, it's our first flub. Where, where we put her? We can only, we've only got two spaces left, and we can only put her one or 14. Oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> 14. She's going to have to go. She's going to have to go 14. Oh, yeah. we've made a grave error. 14. Hoist by our own petard, Ben. Yeah. Uh, again, great visuals as well, and uh, oh, very no. charismatic, but very well played. Um, wasn't given a lot to work with. That was a that was a, a brother, a brother reuniting. Uh, comedy succession family drama. Yeah. Exactly. Hard to hard to hard to fit her on in there. And then, not last but not least, in fact, from the looks of things, seventeenth least 
Uh, Eric Killmonger. Is there only space for 17 for Eric Killmonger? No, two is the only space we have left. Oh, excellent. Okay, excellent. Wonderful. Hold on. Hold on. Let me check. You you talk about Killmonger and I'll um, just do a, do a quick check here. Yeah, he's got them all. Got them all. Um, Pathos. Bloody hell, his dad was murdered by uh, his uncle. Um, he's left behind in a poverty-stricken um, area. Um, he has to grow up with the knowledge that there is a utopia a utopia of African civilization that could help black people around the world. In many ways, his ethos outweighs that of any other character in Black Panther because um, he just wants to help everyone around the world. Now, he wants to help them in a very poor way, but he never errs in that goal. His principle is to liberate and end black oppression across the world um, Mm -hmm. by utilizing technology that has always been there. Um, And he never falters in that uh, ethos. And in terms of logos... He's persuasive without meaning to be. Um, and I think where that's most significant is, is in the audience reaction to him. I know we've talked about it before, but like mm-hmm. many black audiences around France um, and America applauded when he gave his various speeches about how black people are oppressed and things like that. He hit a chord yeah. with people, not necessarily in the film, because obviously you can't agree with a sociopath, but um, I think in terms of, of character arc, he just hit a chord with people. Again, the only problem. Very well timed. Sorry, Ben, I'm going to cut you off because we're getting very close to the end there. The only problem with him is he is just the hero but evil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, the it's, costume design is good, but it's it is it is to it is purple Black Panther and yellow Black Panther having a fight at the end. Yeah, and um, he is um, the classic kind of hero's past coming back yeah. to haunt them. Reverse Simba. Yeah, exactly, as we yeah. talked about last week. Ben, I have a... Let's put him at two. I have a proposal. We'll break our rule and we'll move Hella to uh, 10 oh. and put Killian at 14. Oh, excellent. I love it. We, Ben, I think we have fucking nailed it. I think we have made a definitive list of the MCU villains. So you heard it here for... Here for uh, uh. Nice one, Ben. Uh, <laughs> you heard it here you didn't first, really hear it here. folks. Uh, yeah. We, two Irish lads with a humble beginnings podcast, have broken mm-hmm. the internet. Um, we fixed the internet. We fixed the internet. Um, all the various uh, keyboard bashing arguments that take place on Reddit or other forums dedicated to such yeah, things they can, can, they can stop. stop now. Can stop, yeah, it's guys. Solved. Um, next week, we're going to take a look at the Middle East. Um, and then the week after that, we might have a crack <laughs> at. such sincere delivery (laughs) so anyway Ben your delivery was so sincere there I I felt the nerves to tell you no we're not (laughs) anyway that was the podcast for this week uh, ladies and gentlemen do you agree with our list do you hate our list if you hate our list shut up and go away Um, if you don't hate our list and you agree with us please fill us with praise down below Um, or look just stick your own list down below it'd only take you 10 minutes it only took us an hour yep do you think we missed anybody? Are there any secondary villains that you think deserve a spot on the list? Um, well, Curse, maybe. Oh, you're not talking to me. Sorry. No, no, go ahead. Yeah, but uh, that was for curse. the... Yeah, Curse is a good one. Curse, um, Alexander Pierce. And do give us a do give us a shout if you think Armin anyone Zola. should make an appearance in the future. What, what kind of characters would you Ooh. like to see brought to screen in the future? Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, that is the end of the podcast. Give us now a like, subscribe, yeah. and share yeah. us all over the place. Go on. Give it a go. Go on, real sound. All right, bye. Later.